name is Drew Ross, and this is episode number 13, When Judge Won't Budge. Welcome back to the Better You Love Drew podcast. So glad to have you here today. I'm excited for the release of this podcast episode. Well, naturally, I get really excited after every release that I have. Most importantly, I'm heading out west to Phoenix, Arizona this afternoon for a three-day-long life coaching workshop. So at the kickoff of the certification process earlier this year, I actually didn't attend the live event that we had in Austin, Texas for all of the like incoming certified coaches because at the time I had another obligation. But this time I cleared my calendar for a three-day extravaganza all on managing the mind. So they've been sending reminder emails, email updates on the events and sort of the topics that are going to be covered. And it looks like it's going to be a great spread. So the master certified coaches and event leaders have released agenda topics about what we're going to be accomplishing. And it seems to be like a very enriching and rewarding experience that I'm really looking forward to. So I've worked with many life coaches over the last few months, and I've connected with some already for like meetups, lunches, and dinners, uh, so we can get to know each other face to face. So that's going to be exciting. And this weekend in general, it's just going to be three full days of mind work collaborative business building. Also, there's going to be a lot of connection that's going on for 10 plus hours a day. So it's like a short week over the weekend type of vibe. So from this trip, I'm really hoping that I have like a ton of takeaways that I can share with all of you, especially as I start to plan out like the campaigns that are surrounding the niche topics that I'm focusing on in life coaching to really get specific on certain type topics. So literally, I can't wait. From there, I fly straight to Winston-Salem, North Carolina to celebrate the Thanksgiving holiday with family and friends. So I high-key have like a good bit of travel coming up, so I'm excited to chill in North Carolina for about a week. And it's going to be an exciting and restful time all in one. I'm really excited to get it done. So today we're going to be talking about relationships and the realities that are surrounding relationships and how judgment can come into play. So weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, I always get Sunday screen time announcements from my iPhone that say like your screen time went up by like X percent this week, yada, yada, yada. And this generally comes from like the text from friends and families as we try to like make plans when we're all together during the holidays, Thanksgiving. So I was actually on a FaceTime with one of my best friends and her name was Kelly and we were planning walks and dinners and like time together and it really started to get me excited to see people who I haven't really seen in a bit um, yet still remain super close to. So this FaceTime, the upcoming event that I have in Phoenix, also like the holidays just has me realizing that I'm about to embark on like 11 days of a lot of FaceTime and like energy output And in nature, I am naturally introverted. So it's moments like these when I have to like really kick it into high gear. And today's topic is really going to focus on the relationships and the things that stem from them during these times. So it's kind of an interesting topic because generally there is so much positivity that surrounds the holidays, but large amount of interactions surrounding distant and like deep seated relationships can really have 
your human brain acting like super extra human. So I kind of want to show you what I mean by this when it really kicks into high gear, uh, when it's surrounded by environments that surround a lot of people and a lot of events. So here are like the upcoming realities that are on the horizon. Thanksgiving calls for interactions among humans that you really love so dearly, and maybe there are others that you don't love as dearly. So if quality time is your love language, it's a holiday like this that probably like really gets you going. And in this case, you might find yourself going into the week feeling very energized, really ready, really feeling the vibes with all the people. And then you leave the week feeling like very drained. Thanksgiving also calls for like meetups at some of your favorite restaurants and bars in your hometown. And this is if you are planning to go home. And this is generally with people that you know and love well when you go to these restaurants and you go to these bars that are local to what you're used to seeing growing up. And it also involves those that are more distant relationships. So that aren't so family focused. And by distant relationships, I mean the types of friends that you have, like when you go to text them, it's just a back and forth exchange of like happy birthdays. So there's no like bad blood. It's just super surface level communication. So you can also go out with your besties in these situations, but still there's a level of catching up and getting on the same page again. Then you have the interactions that are unexpected. So you might be shopping at your local grocery store and you run into someone that you didn't expect to see at all talk about the weather and then when you get home you tell your parents or your siblings that you just ran into so-and-so and then it was just totally unexpected so you weren't blindsided by the interaction per se but you have a lot of thoughts on how that person has changed or how pleasant it was to see them um, maybe you were thinking they were a little bit standoffish and so on so these are some of the thoughts that can kind of just like go through your mind during some of these interaction examples but here's what's happening across the board. So your mind is triggering emotions of love and connection around your thoughts about the familiarity of your environment and nostalgia is in full swing when you hang out with people and go to locations that you used to frequently visit. So there's another end to this, and that's when you really don't vibe with the holidays at all. So there are large expectations that everyone should have these grand plans and these large gatherings, and this can be a turn off for you potentially if these aren't the environments that you love. So what I'm noticing is that there's a potential connector to all of this and that's judgment. So out of love, connection, nostalgia, reminiscing, you might find your judgment thoughts creeping up amongst everything else. So something to look out for amidst all of these interactions is when your human brain starts to turn to judgment mode. Judgment can happen in any setting, no matter what type of the relationship is or the situation that's involved. It really doesn't matter. Uh, judgment has no limits. So the holidays open up a very healthy door. You might not have seen someone for a year, so you could judge how they've been for the last 365 days for better or for worse. So you've been following them on Instagram over the months, but then you see them in person. They look a little bit different or aren't where you thought they were actually going to be like they could be single they could be in a new relationship they could have a new tattoo a new piercing a new hobby and so on and a lot can happen in a year and at the end of the day it really doesn't matter 
So this first door is a level of judgment based on people. So what you've been thinking about any person since you've seen them last or how you've been following their journey to date. The next door for judgment is surrounding the home. So when people open up their homes during the holiday season, in other words, that's what we're going to focus on. So this could be your home or it could be someone else's. But when you're outside of your own home and inside someone else's home, the opportunity for judgment strengthens just a little bit. So evening parties, holiday dinners, Thanksgiving lunches and everything in between, you're judging the walls of the home and the way that people behave in their home. So you have a way that you and your family like to run things. And when you see it being done differently by someone else, especially around traditions, this can be a little bit triggering. So everyone has a way that they run holiday traditions, and this can lead to a level of judgment around the events that you go to. With all of this being said, judgment of any kind can have a certain effect on relationships, and that could be with yourself and with others. And here's what judgment can do to relationships. It's a major thing that can cause distance, whether it be a close family member, a best friend, or a distant friend, and it really shows face when dealing with these three relationships. So what I want to offer that you don't do is turn off your judgment. So this has the potential to make you absolutely robotic. Like you want to be as welcoming as possible when it comes to the judgment, whether it is a relationship, whether you are in someone else's home, whether you are at an event, whether you bump into somebody at the grocery store, like you just want to allow it and notice that it's coming in. And instead of letting that judgment drive distance, you really want to let it drive curiosity that can lead to connection. So you want to look for opportunities to become more curious and open your mind up about yourself, others, and get to know the why behind your judgment. So opening it up for yourself is going internal and asking the question of why. And then when you're doing it externally, this is your opportunity to connect with the person or thing that you are judging. So you can get to learn and know more about it. So let's get specific. I want you to like raise your hand if you feel a certain level of overwhelm on Thanksgiving Day when you can't stay current with your Instagram feed because everyone's posting so frequently about how thankful they are about anything. So you could judge captions. You could judge the way people are positioned in photos. You could judge literally anything. So don't beat yourself up when you find yourself judging others. And this goes back to my point, like just let the judgment happen if that's what's actually going on. So you want to welcome it in and use it as an opportunity to learn. If you're looking for alternatives, here is what I do in situations like these. And this is what I plan to do actually with Instagram this year um, if I'm on it at any moment. So in December, I have some holiday parties that are coming up. So I need fashions for these events. And you know when you eat that large family meal and then everyone starts to like sit down to watch football and just mindlessly scroll? So this is like my opportunity to be on Instagram if I decide to do so. So when I'm on Instagram Thanksgiving Day, I'm going to use it as an opportunity to view as many posts as I can and retrieve as many fall fashions as possible. And I want to use this as a way to like not enter the judgment zone. So I find all of my clothes on Instagram. And that's exactly how I shop. And so because of this, like on my Instagram page, I have a folder that is literally dedicated to just fashion. So 
since I know this is a moment for me to judge all that is appearing on Instagram, I want to channel my mind to just look for men in the photos and see if I like what they're wearing. So this goes back to my lens podcast episode. Like if I notice that the judgment is coming up, I'm just going to go ahead and narrow my lens and have a focus on, okay, we're just going to be looking at men's fashions when we start to scroll on Thanksgiving day. So if I do, I save the pin in my fashion tab and then I move on to the next photo. So this gets me out of the mindset of like looking at the girls in the photo, what they're wearing, the kids who potentially have like messed up hair or the backdrop that wasn't cropped properly or maybe a filter that wasn't the most appealing. Instead, I can spend like less time dissecting each photo and use it as an opportunity to do some planning for events that I have coming up in the future. So what I'm actually doing here is looking out for things that I like rather for things that I don't like. So to build up my fashion pin page, make this a mindless scroll, I can look for opportunities here to make this somewhat productive. I want to step away from Instagram for a second and get to a more personal example. So every year I go to an alumni event that is hosted by my school. So I went to the same school my whole life. And so did a lot of my friends. And in these environments... It's like talking with my besties. So in these situations, it's way more casual. Then it's running into friends from school that I haven't talked to in years. So this leads to a little bit more awareness. Then it could be a professor or a parent that was super involved in the student body. And if I'm drinking, this can look a little bit like pretending if it's the end of the night after a couple of vodkas. So regardless, here are a lot of opportunities for me to get caught up in the like I'm tired of presenting my elevator pitch and I'm just not too concerned with what they have to say. However, I look to shift my approach to I'm going to learn two new things about this person that I didn't know already. And in return, I want to share with them two new things about me. And then from this, like, let's see if we can make a connection anywhere. So no matter what the environment is, I will choose to love it because I can through my thinking and I want to spend less time planning and more time catching up. So I don't want to nitpick the circumstances or sort of the environments that I'm in. I just want to go into it. If I find myself judging, I'm just going to notice it and see if I can turn it around. Um, And if not, then I'm just going to choose to pick the lens of love when it comes to going into like any of these environments. So ultimately, like you're not responsible for the behaviors of others in any of these environments around the holidays, but what you are responsible for is your behavior and how you manage your mind during these interactions. And that's exactly how I plan to go about this. So here are some things that I want you to ask yourself going into next week. And this is how I am preparing also. So this is me literally just asking questions so you can gain some awareness during this time. So are you someone who tends to be a little bit more judgy around faces that you haven't seen in a while? Like, how about the faces that you do seem to see more often? Like, what's your judgment level here? So you also want to notice, like, our comparison and competitiveness coming up, too. So becoming aware in that space is important. And do you find that you slip into judgment mode when you arrive home for the first time and you start running into relatives that are asking a lot of questions, whether it be about your career, your love life, weight gain or loss, or new haircut? Are you the type to walk into a holiday party and leave talking about how you didn't enjoy the decorations or the company? Maybe your family or friends 
prioritize other family or friends over you, does this make you lack a sense of belonging? I read this quote the other day and it was, it said a place of suffering is when you feel like you need belonging. When you feel like you need belonging, you disconnect from yourself. So this is when judging can turn around on you and you feel like you need to detach yourself from who you are to be somebody else in these heightened holiday environments. And finally, like, how do you feel if this is how you respond to these environments? And this is sort of the major takeaway. You want to see how you feel after all thinking all of these thoughts. So the way people behave in social settings is different. The way people conduct holiday traditions might not be like yours at home. And the way people communicate during busy seasons with holiday planning and expectations involved is different across the board. So what I've come to realize is that my judgment of others only minimizes myself. And me judging others doesn't hurt the other person. Really, it only hurts me. So me judging everything I see isn't useful. And it totally eliminates that connection environment. So there are two lenses I'm choosing during the holiday season. That's the lens of love and the lens of curiosity, especially when judgment starts to come up. So if I slip into judgment mode, what I want to offer is that you just don't turn it off. So you just absolutely notice that it's happening. And then you ask yourself why this will really tell you a lot about yourself and you can judge everything. And you don't have to fix your mindset. And once you become aware that you're judging, find ways to turn it into finding fashions on the Instagram or like making better connections at holiday alumni events. So at the end of the day, judging a person doesn't define who they are. It really only defines who you are. And here's what I want to leave you with. I use this cool tool called Warm Whispers, especially in times when I have like a negative mindset going on. So you can actually call it whatever you want. It can be warm whispers, compassionate whispers, loving whispers. It's really up to you. But I warm whisper to myself when like after I've become aware of my negative thoughts and to then calm myself down a little bit and become a little bit in tune with my feelings. So warm whispers are me literally whispering to myself saying, you are so amazing. You are all that matters. You're being judgy right now and you're so absolutely lovable and whole. You can also warm whisper questions like, how can I love myself right now? How can I turn this judgment into opportunity? And how can I get out of the sense of belonging and just be me? Warm whispers really calm me down. They get me back to my conscious positive thinking that I rely on very, very much. So take it with you and whisper away. Have a great week, everyone. Talk soon. Let's use judgment to our advantage and give it an opportunity to open up the door of connection. 